0: Hello, everyone. This is Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project. Thanks for listening today. I would like to do a self-interview because I really want to start launching um, interviews of some of my clients and just people in my life who I feel like have put in a lot of effort, a lot of grit and heart into becoming a better human. And um, I've just sitting here bored, waiting for, you know, waiting for my first person um, to interview. So I figure, why not? I'll just start with myself, and you guys can get to know me a little bit more. Um, so my first question to myself or to other people would be, you know, what sparked or initiated my motivation for health? And um, I I have told this story quite a few times, and I always laugh when I do. Uh, this happened about three years ago. Uh, you know, I, I always thought that I was healthy, I always thought that I, I I ate really healthy and I was you know always active, um, whether it was just running or you know some sort of lifting i mean you know your typical like globo gym type stuff and um and then I started getting some health issues, breaking out in hives, and, and couldn't figure out what it was, and, you know, the doctor, like, couldn't figure, you know, conventional doctor and, you know, tossing me on prednisone, never asking me what I ate, ever. Um, and so, you know, then I contacted my friend who's a naturopathic doctor, Dr. Jenny Weiss, um, and she she sent me this list of food that I should eat and food that I should not eat and on the food that i should not eat i was eating all of it all of it and i thought to myself like how am i going to live i mean it was it was horrifying to me i I didn't like I couldn't cope with what she sent me for a long time like it it literally gave me anxiety and so I pushed it away and I tried to reject it and I just was like having such a complex over it um so you know it's funny but like I had such a strong aversive reaction to it but I actually um have pretty much adopted the whole thing you know three or three years later you know it's it's taken a while to get here um so that 's that 's really what sparked it and um yeah, number two uh the most surprising thing or the most profound thing I think i've found um in my in my experience with health altogether, um also having my background in massage therapy and now my uh, natural health and um even like on a spiritual level so I I ha- I do have to give credit to uh, functional range systems because they have taught me a lot and some very profound things, especially when it comes to hands-on work and the thinking of hands-on work so much differently than I had for, you know, eight years. And it's really like really been so effective in, in my work. And, and really, the, so the most profound thing that I, that I took away um, from the functional range system is thinking of our, our body and, and at least our connective tissue as something that is much more plastic um, that can be molded for better or for worse. Uh, but also when it comes to specifically for hands-on and, um, most of my, you know, manual therapists out there would kind of understand this, but it's not, it's, you know, um, massage therapy is not about just rubbing muscle and it's, it's more about working between tissues, whether it be between a muscle and a muscle or a muscle and a tendon or a ligament and a ligament or a bone and a bone. Um, but you know, to to think much deeper into these things, and um, so that that's kind of like my mas- my massage therapy thing that I that I have found to be most profound. Uh, but I think with natural health, what I have found to be the most mm-hmm. profound is that the 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 vastness of conditions that are hidden in plain sight, and what I mean by that is. There's so many people walking around with signs and symptoms and ailments, pains, you know, digestive issues, acne, All sorts of things that they go to these conventional doctors for and they do these these special tests and everything looks fine. We don't know the answer. We don't know why, blah, 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 because they're only looking at a a human through a very specific lens, which is a test. If you fall within the black and whiteness of their test, um, you're fine, apparently, and um, they never, you know, I mean, the list goes on. You can ask just about any medical doctor how much nutrition they've learned in their um, in their medical school. And most of them will tell you little to none, okay? So they never ask what people eat, what, what they take in. And um, what I found is that, you know, there's so many signs and symptoms. I mean... Pretty much everything can be linked back to what is the human doing, right? What are we doing? What are we eating? What are we not eating? What are we, you know, what are our uh, relationships like with other people? Uh, you know, I mean, there's so many things, there's so many aspects to um, the the obviousness of what could be going on with us, but we just can 't see it, and we sometimes need other people to to see it and to tell us and that kind of leads me also into the other profound thing that that I have found is that um, you know being a human means that that we have this spiritual aspect to us, and I think it 's very detrimental when people try to ignore that, and they reject their their spiritual side and that i mean that that's something that um can also have its own signs signs and symptoms and to start leaking out into other areas for life and um so what I have found personally in my life is um you know I, I would say for the past few years yeah i've i've i have been i was in a very very dark place and um struggling emotionally and spiritually for for quite a while. And it wasn't until recently that I just had these these God given revelations, and um, they've really changed my life. And and I think th- th- there's there were so many things really that that have helped to to get me into a much better um, mental, emotional, and spiritual place. But I know that a few of the things. Uh, number one is that I just I never knew uh, that I didn't have boundaries, and setting boundaries in my life and defining what is okay and what's not okay or or what's you know what's um what's appropriate for people to say or do to me and what's not and to stick up for myself um and the other thing is too that you know I never I never had a sense of worth I never um you know I I never loved myself. Uh, you know, I just never appreciated myself. And, um, and that that was a huge thing. So um, yeah, to just kind of find, you know, what I'm worth aside from the external things, you know, to find what I was worth, aside from my fitness, or aside from my achievements, or aside from what I had or didn't have, or aside from the amount of friends that I had or, or something like that. Um, and, you know, and, and then that's kind of leads me into the next thing, which is I, I sought people's approval. Um, and I also sought achievement as a means to um, gratify myself, but it was always so temporary. Um, so So what I'm saying is that you know, the, that, that spiritual, mental, and emotional aspect of myself actually leaked into my health so much. Like, I can't even tell you the degree uh, to which it, it really drained me. Um, okay, anyways, moving on. That was kind of deep. So, um, you know, I think uh, the next question um, is like the biggest challenge and and how I overcame it. I do have a couple couple challenges. Um, one of the biggest challenges was leaving CrossFit and, um, again, just kind of challenging my, my beliefs and, and what I feel like I'm worth. So leaving CrossFit was definitely difficult um, and kind of toning it down. And I'm still fit. I'm still, I'm still healthy and, and active, um, but now I exercise because I enjoy it. Not because I'm not enough, <laughs> and not because I just need to be that much stronger or that much faster or or just that much more of anything i um now i just I exercise to be healthy and enjoy it and and that's how it is um, The other thing that i I admit that I do still struggle with from time to time is overeating, and I know that we all can you know relate to this one, and um I do tend to overeat when i'm stressed or. Um, honestly, you know, I I realize that I I can kind of I can sometimes kind of slip into a, a depression. I wouldn't say it's a clinical depression by any means, but um, there are times where I can kind of get down. And I have recently started taking St. John's Wort, which I mean it's it's been incredible for me. And I thank God like for putting St. John's Wort in my life. It's a it's just an herb. And um, it's, in, it's actually been clinically tested to um, cure depression. It's also for anti-anxiety. And um, I've noticed since taking it that I'm just, I'm just generally in a much better mood. I smile more. I laugh more. Um, I don't overeat as much. It's like somehow like my, my, my serotonin and dopamine levels are just, you know, in a good place. And I don't seek out food um, to get that dopamine and serotonin. I also wake up much easier. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I have to admit that how I overcame overeating is really taking St. John's worry. But, again, I think it had a very, like, emotional um, root to it. Um, so, okay, now um, what would I say to other people starting in their health journey? Well, I would say that, um, number one, just be very forgiving of yourself. And number two... Be in it for the long haul, because health is not going to come in six weeks. It's not going to come in six months. It's 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 a journey that you should work on for your whole life. Because there's always going to be some aspect of whether you're you know your physical body or your your emotional or spiritual um, level that that needs improvement or, you know, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and we're always going to slip, we're always going to stumble a little bit, but I would just say, you know, to somebody who's starting out, always forgive yourself, but always, you know, get back on it and, and have the long haul, you know, be, be ready to say, I want to be healthy for the rest of my life, not just for six weeks or six months. Um, okay. So number five, uh, how do you, how do, how do I envision myself um, in a health sense at the end of my life? And this is this is really how I see myself at the at the very end of my life. I see myself as still being able to move, um, still being able to walk and run and exercise and and play with grandkids. Um, I also see myself as a student. I just feel like I'm always going to be a student, no matter what. You know, whether whether I'm a student of natural health or business or, you know, I I, I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm going to always be a student, and I hope to be at the end of my life as well. Um, and you know what? I hope to to do all of that with a smile. I just – that's the one thing that at the end of my life I hope that I'm doing. I'm smiling, and I have good social relationships. Um, and Yeah. So um, – That's that's about it for me. Um, I know there was kind of a lot there. We went kind of deep. And uh, so hopefully that last question just kind of brightened things up. Um, So just keep uh, keep an ear and an eye out for some of the interviews that I'll be doing with either clients or just people in my in my life that I know if you are interested to hear. And um, yeah, thanks as always, guys, for listening. I really do appreciate it. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can always email me, katie at betterhumansproject.com. Once again, this is Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project.